And welcome to another episode of the Woods, Water, and Mizzou podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Skeeter, and along with me as always are Case and Cole. How y'all doing? Good. Doing very well. Good evening. Well, fellas, uh, we had our special guest, Noah Carter, and that was a great episode, and I'm very thankful for it, and I feel like we got a recap done in that. Also, we had big news today announced that we are now part of the Variety Sports Network, and I feel like that is huge for us uh gonna help us grow and reach more platforms uh excited to see where we go with that y'all i'm sure y'all are just as excited as well uh i am absolutely excited first of all foremost it looks like a great bunch of guys to work with um what i'm really excited about is working with some of their other shows so uh they just launched their collegiate uh portion today which i assume we'll be a part of so we'll probably have some, you know, have some guys from their podcast and other SEC schools come on. That'll be great. And also be mixed up with some like the NBA NFL guys. So we're definitely gonna make a lot more interesting content for you guys. And also, I am fairly certain our friends at South uh, South Southland? Southbound. 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 Now I messed it up. Southbound <laughs> hoops. Uh I, they're part of uh they're part of it as well. Yep. Yep. If I so, saw that right, that, that's correct. So yeah, that's really cool. Uh, real quick football news. Tyler Beatty finally got to get in the game week 18 with Denver Broncos and scored a touchdown. So another Mizzou made NFL touchdown. Glad to see that. Uh, Case, you probably hate it because it seems like Denver loves Mizzou. Hey, yeah, uh, they had a, they had a couple there with them before Locke left, but, um, there was a lot of Tigers in that game altogether. Yeah. Chase on the other side and Roundtree and then. You know, it's fine. Um, the Broncos are at the point now where they're not going to affect my Chiefs at all. So <laughs> I, I, could, I could root for Beatty without having any uh, reading remorse in my heart. <laughs> That's right. And then also Tyron Hopper uh, was announced returning for next season, our star linebacker. Yeah, pretty. I'm pretty excited about him. Um Obviously, he was one of the, the key players, key contributors um, on the defensive side of the ball. It seems like, you know, we had uh, – um, I don't know. I feel like majority of our production is back, which yeah. is very, very encouraging. Um, yeah, and, and regards to the network, um, the name in and of itself, the Variety Sports Network, it seems like there's going to be a lot of um, – you know, not just if you're a you know a college football fan or a college sports fan in general, but you know they got uh, Blues content, they got Cardinals content, NBA content. Um, so yeah, we're we're really really excited to be to be uh, partnered with them now. Absolutely. Uh, as far the there is a little weird news. Trajan Jeff Coat I saw is announced entering the transfer. Like five days after he announced he's returning to Mizzou for now. So, not sure what happened there. Love it, but that's much football we just got to get used to. I'm excited about the guys that are coming back. Yeah, we have a lot of guys coming back, but it does seem weird to me. It, seem, it seems weird to me because it seems like as soon as he announced he was going in the portal, South Carolina media like started retweeting it like crazy. So, it, it feels to me like the Beamer, the Beamer gang may have, uh, tampered with him to get him over there but he's from columbia south carolina if he wants to play a year there go ahead just wish him luck just not the ball game against us obviously yeah 
He could have uh, like not said he's coming back though. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, speaking of uh, speaking of college football, I I would uh, I bet that TCU did not watch the Mizzou versus Georgia film based on the score last night. <laughs> Good. I don't know what heavens. they were struggling with so much. Holy ca- everything. Yeah, that's what I'm literally saying. everything. <laughs> I mean, if you lose by what fifty eight, right? It was sixty five to seven. Yes. Yeah. So if you lose by fifty eight points in the national championship, are you kidding me? And they barely beat Mizzou. Oh my goodness gracious! Hey, that's uh, it's Mizzou, baffling. Mizzou has Mizzoued a lot of games, but we've never got to that level, and I'm thankful for it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we've Mizzoued a few Big Twelve championships, that for sure. Yeah, but not not sixty five seven. Uh, so, no, yeah. Uh, I'm glad we don't have that much pain. Uh, just Tennessee games, I guess, if if we want to talk that that big of yeah, outside scores the last couple of years. But uh, getting into basketball, uh, yeah, uh, A&M, who had a really rough non-con, has absolutely turned it on in SEC play. Uh, yeah, they've they've gotten hot as of. Well, I don't want to say hot. Uh, I'm not trying to discredit anything. I mean, Northwestern State, and then. Um, is Warford, it, uh, yeah, lost to uh, Warford, however you want to say it. I don't know. Um, and then they also lost to the uh, or no, they beat the Prairie View AM Panthers, which I believe is like a D2 school, a, a D2 school, but I think it falls under the AM umbrella. Oh, because um, it's right <laughs> there in I believe it's right there in Texas. It's in Dallas. Prairie View is is in Dallas. Uh, It should be a SWAC uh, HBCU school. Yeah. Okay. Um, Like FCU. So they had a you know twenty point win at home, Um, and then yeah they beat they went to Gainesville won by three, uh, and then hosted LSU. Already, man, we're what three four games into conference play, and you know some teams are three, some teams are four, Um, and already like. LSU beat Arkansas. Arkansas beats us. Auburn beats Arkansas. A&M beats LSU. You know what I mean? It's just like there hasn't been, aside from like maybe Tennessee, Alabama's playing pretty good as well. Um, other than those two teams, there's already been some like, you know, this per, this team beat that team, that team beat this team. So it doesn't seem like, aside from those two teams, there's a, a you know, clear standout favorite. You know, maybe like a third or fourth place kind of team. Yeah. Uh, no, absolutely. And honestly, right now, uh, I, I thought Tennessee was going to be a clear and away favorite, and Tennessee is losing to Vanderbilt at half right now. That being oh. said, Vanderbilt is good. Uh, I'm watching Van- – I've been watching this game while we've been doing pre- pre-show, and now uh, they're doing everything they did against us to them, and it's honestly working better against Tennessee than it worked against us. Vanderbilt is not taken lightly. Um, I know I when I was watching the game in the arena – after we won, there were some fans in front of me that were like, oh, God, barely beat Vandy. Make, we're going to be a mixed tournament. And even then, I didn't say it to him. I was like, I think Vandy's better to give him credit. And they are. Stackhouse has got a really good program rolling down there, and they are playing really good basketball. And they have absolutely given Tennessee more than they can handle this first half. It's close. It's 37-39 right now. And they, Tennessee may very well pull away, but what I'm saying is Vandy's a good team. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking at A&M, they only have three guys averaging 10-plus points. The leading scorer is Wade Taylor at 15.4. Uh, 
we've thrown thrown up a hundred more threes than them this season. We've shot three ninety five, and they've shot two hundred ninety three, and we're still shooting percent better at three than them. They average seven more rebounds a game, but I don't really look for SEC game and come out ahead in the rebound advantage. I feel like just with this team, what we've seen, we can accept we're going to get beat on the boards, right? One hundred percent. We know yes. that. And what we know is that we get it back with turnovers. And Gates literally said that in his presser last after last game. Yeah, he said, "I understand we're we're small. We can't do much about that. We we gang. We said we gang rebound, but when it comes to it, we get those possessions back with steals. And that that's a good thing because looking at their statistics, they have five guys that average over one turnover a game, and then there were four below that that were." above half a turnover a game. Two of them were .9, so might as well count it as seven of them with at least one turnover. Uh, so they're not real secure with their ball handling. It does not seem, and uh, I'm excited to see what, what kind of havoc we can create on that. That's how we win. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, is there anything else as far as the A&M game that sticks out to you all? I mean, obviously it's a road game, uh, SEC play. So we want to see them playing with hair on their fire or like their hair's on fire, like they come out against Arkansas. Hair on their fire. Yeah. yeah, Playing like their hair's on fire. Name this podcast Hair on Their Fire. (laughs) (laughs) If that's the worst I say on a tongue-tied or some words, I'm doing good. I just liked it. But uh, if we – play a whole game like how we came out against Arkansas. Hopefully we... we uh, you kind of broke up there. I think, well, were you trying to say that uh, in order for A&M to win, they need to score in the in the 60s? Well, they... they Maybe seem to, the battle? They seem to be a 60-point ball team mid, mid-60s, so... Uh, I noticed that, too. When you have your Power 5 wins, it looks like they got to get you in that kind of slugged-out slugfest, yeah. that 60-point ball game. The Conzo Martin win... And um, if you remember last week when David come on, he said A&M fouls at the highest rate by far in the SEC. So uh, if we can go to making free throws, that should be a good thing for us too. And we're usually pretty good at free throws. Uh, I think we struggled a little bit uh, last game at home, but um, that's usually one of our strengths. No, you're right. Uh, it does look like a kind of game where if we can get out in the break, it should be a pretty good game for us. But also if A&M is one of those teams that can get us out of our groove like second half of Arkansas, and we get stuck in playing one of these sixty-point rock fights, then it could be a ugly game for us, which is yeah. come down nitty gritty. Yeah, I, I think I think Mizzou would like to avoid that rock fight. You know, half court. You know, half court sets. Um, clearly, this team does want to get out and run and ride the momentum. Um, and, and you know, if we shoot uh, in the Vandy game, shot eighty-seven percent. From the free throw line, um, the gray two for two, Kobe Brown six of six, Hodge three of three, Gamillion two of two. You know what I mean? So, if we need to, if they are going to be a high fouling team, um, then you know, obviously, we're going to need to make it count at the uh, the charity stripe. But yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to see Mizzou get out and run. Um, I believe I'm trying to get it pulled up here. I believe Reed Arena is around 9,000 for capacity. So, even if it's sold out. Um, you know, obviously if it's, if, you know, their students are back, um, 
could be a little bit different, but I oh know I'm sorry, it's showing her capacity on ESPN at least at uh, 12,900. So, um, regardless, you want to be able to to take that um, that crowd out of it, ride any kind of momentum, and I think that the uh, the fast place that Mizzou likes to play at does that. Well, yeah, definitely. Uh, I think football season gave everybody really a glimpse of A and M their student section and their midnight yell that they do. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> they are some cringy fans, just the way they do. So I'm all for us going down there and just kicking their ass. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Got absolutely nothing wrong with that. It's uh, it is a little old Big Twelve battle though, so that's fun. Yeah. Yeah, get the relay. We feel. I feel like the Big Twelve days right now, and it harkens back to that. And and then Saturday we go to Hicksville, uh to take on the Florida Gators. Who the I Gators believe, are a team. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Let me cut you off. I was going to say I believe they beat LSU tonight. Yes, I'm looking at that right now. I don't really know much about the the Florida team. Uh, don't really think much about them until they're on on the schedule to us play them. So uh, you'll have to excuse my ignorance to them. I don't really have much to say other than I hope we can go on well, the road and come back with two SEC wins this week. No, they're not a bad team at all. Um, they just beat LSU. They just beat Georgia. They lost to A&M and Auburn in Oklahoma before that. Florida, and this and this is totally anecdotal, but Florida is one of those teams, to me at least, it seems like we always seem to play tight games with or and then like end up losing. Yeah. Um, Conzo played one of his better coach games last season. That team better, better played games. They uh, they had a 10-point lead late on this Florida team and ended up blowing it, losing by one. Um, and then I want to say, was it the year before that or two years before that, we beat them. We, like, we scored 96 on them, which is, you know, for the, the Martin teams was outrageous <laughs> and blew them away. There's, there's always weird things happen when Florida and Mizzou step on a basketball court. Yeah, you know it's not a rivalry, but weird things happen. So, uh, you know, I am interested in this game. Florida's, like I said, not a bad team. Their only real wild loss was A and M, but A and M looks like they might actually be pretty good now. So, we'll see. They lost Oklahoma. Oklahoma is bad. There's a lot of Oklahoma fans that can't see, and I keep hearing about how bad their basketball team is. So that's kind yeah. of a bad loss. Yeah. Well, and they, I mean, they had a good loss as well. If you want to call it that but losing at Auburn only by three um pretty that's pretty interesting I know a or uh, I'm sorry Florida is in the you know same first year head coach as us right they got uh Todd Golden is that right? yeah who was um, I think our first choice I heard yeah um which hey blessing hey. in disguise right there blessing um, the skies and maybe a little extra chip for uh Gates to go down there and kind of stomp on them you know what I mean Right, absolutely. Kim English was our first choice. Did you not pay attention Kim English, to Kim English was my first choice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it was Desiree's first choice, but that was my first choice. I think a lot. I think it was a lot of Mizzou fans' first choice, just simply blinded by the True Son, you know, fandom. Oh, he uh, represents the last time we really, really enjoyed Mizzou basketball. Yeah, you know what I mean. Exactly. And exactly. Boy, were we not enjoyed the last. I say last couple of years, 2020 was fine. It just was weird because it was a COVID year, so none of us could go to games. But it, the year after that was terrible. Last year was terrible. Well, that that's one thing. Dennis has definitely brought the entertainment and the excitement back. Yeah, um, yeah. The fan base is just foaming at the mouth for a winter, and 
uh, showing up to Missouri Arena and packing it out like you love to see it. That is one thing I said during the Noah Carter interview that was kind of, I felt cringy. I was like, oh man, thanks for making it like watchable again. And he was like, oh, <laughs> thank you. You're welcome, I guess. <laughs> I mean, you know, as as cringy as it may be, there is, there's truth to it. So you know true. I mean? Oh my God. There's truth to it. I can't explain how much this helps seasonal, my seasonal depression is to have zoo basketball to enjoy. Well, yeah, man. I mean, especially, you know, twice a week we get to watch, you know, a, a team is good. Team. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's very exciting. Um, no, I'm excited. It, not only to just kind of continue. I, I hate that we have two road games this week, but, um, you know, we're finishing that out after that with you know, come back home on the 18th. I think that's a, a game everybody has circled on the calendar, especially after our trip to Fayetteville. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, we host two back-to-back teams just three days apart in Missouri Arena. Um, so, yeah, that'll be that'll be very, very exciting. Yeah, and then we get a Big 12 game just after that. So yeah. Actually, this is a really fun stretch of basketball coming up with uh, A&M, which is going to be a fun game now, which I didn't think would be earlier. Uh, Florida, I said, always a kind of a, a game, uh, weird game. Arkansas, as you just said, Alabama, number four in the country right now. That's going to be a fun game. At Ole Miss, who's always been a problem for us, and then coming back home with former Big 12 rival Iowa State. Yeah. So January's got some intense basketball in it. That's that's a lot of good teams. It does. The whole SEC is good now, though. I mean, we got. I thought South Carolina was going to be an easy dub, and they just dismantled Kentucky like we did. They didn't dismantle. They won by one. Um, I shouldn't say it like that. <laughs> uh, that's not true. But um, they're better than I thought is what I'm trying to say, you know? Yeah. Georgia's well, better think, than I thought. Georgia's pretty good right now. I think a lot of teams with playing Kentucky right now, I think a lot of teams are going to that game smelling blood in the water. You know what I mean? Like, they've uh, – I don't – Kentucky has not had the year that they thought they had or thought they were going to have. Um, and now every down. team, yeah, their heads are down. I think every opponent that they're playing right now has them circled. Like I said, it smells blood in the water, and they're they're ready to go after them. Yep. Where they uh, when the when the leader of the pack like gets uh, gets injured, the rest of the wolves jump on them, tear them down. That's mm-hmm. happening right now. Yeah. Well, fellas. Uh... I guess we'll kind of leave the outdoor section to the Noah segment. It was, it was really good. Uh, I appreciate y'all picking that up and finishing it because I my service fell off in the middle or about three-quarters of the way through. So thank you all for that. Uh, if anybody is listening, just please understand if we're working through these technical difficulties. But uh, Please like and subscribe so we can get some more ad revenue to buy Skeeter a laptop. <laughs> Let's well, set up a GoFundMe. <laughs> hopefully, my, hopefully, my the, new neighbors that move in uh, get an easier password for their Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and once we once we get the GoFundMe set up and we get Skeeter a, a good laptop and a good streaming service, then Skeeter, the only stipulation is you know we're gonna have to get you a laptop lock, and you have to leave that at home. Okay, there's okay. not gonna be any taking it to work and using it as a chalk block to chalk your 18 wheel or nothing like that. Okay. I'll, I'll try my best. I'll try my best. Uh, might, might take it to watch some welding videos. This week. got a lot of welding to do. So uh, that, that probably wouldn't be too good for it either. I don't imagine. Nope. <laughs> try it. But guys, um, thank y'all for coming on. Uh, 
I'm very excited with everything that's happened the past week for us. Uh, can't wait to see where this goes. Yep. Uh, just excited that we have people listening now. Um, because I think this is a fun show. This is a fun idea for a show. Talk about sports and uh, hunting and outdoors. And I think it's, I'm just glad it's kind of getting taken off a little bit. Yeah, it is. And I, I want to, you know, I, I feel like past couple of episodes I've been thanking everybody, but also the, the feedback. I mean, you guys are our audience. So whatever you can do, good, bad, or otherwise, if, you know, if it's audio quality, if it's uh, discussion topics, if there's something that, you want us to discuss or just anything if there's any kind of suggestions um mizzou pod on twitter woodswater mizzou on twitter facebook um yeah let us know because that way we can give you guys the the kind of content you're looking for and uh and make this a, a better podcast yep absolutely well i believe that's good for this one are y'all good with it i'm good with it Yep. All right. Well, we got two games, and uh, hopefully next about two road wins as always. M I Z Z O U. The Tigers. Y'all take care.